everybody! Welcome to everyone's favorite time of the week! That's right! It's What Did I Order! Where the weirdness gets really weird, and things are always going unexpectedly. Now let's turn it over to everybody's favorite master of ceremonies! It's he! Welcome back to What Did I Order. Starting off with a moment of silence there. We'll get into that one a little bit later. Um, but it's been a it's been one of those weeks, guys. Uh, not a whole lot of toy news. We're uh, still coming off of the um, I guess the PowerCon and all the reveals there. Uh, still seeing a lot of people posting up stuff from PowerCon. Here's one for you guys. I want you guys to answer me this. Um, I know that there's an issue with the Four Horsemen Studio Mythic Legion, but has anybody seen anything about the glow-in-the-dark um, skeleton from Articulated Icons? I thought that was supposed to be like an exclusive. Is that one still coming? Did anybody get it? Anybody see it? Um, I don't know. But uh, guys, just to let you know, it's been so hot and dry here in East Texas that we are now on a stage two burn ban. I didn't know there was more stages than one of a burn ban. I just thought you couldn't burn shit. But apparently, when you get to stage two, it's been so hot and so fucking dry. Now, it's not even recommended that you grill or barbecue that's right. You can't go to the park, throw out some coal, and use one of those public... Have old firefighter Steve run up with a fucking extinguisher. Psh, ain't no fires going right now, bro. Put that shit out. You gotta cook inside. Which, I mean, it's fucking hot right now, so I don't know why people would want to be cooking outside. But still, I didn't know that you could get to this stage of a burn ban. But hey, there we go. So, without further ado... Let's hit the static. We lost Arlene Sorkin this week. Um, Sorkin is probably best known for her time on uh, Days of Our Lives, which she was on Days of Our Lives for 427 episodes. If you're not familiar with Days of Our Lives, it is a um, sitcom, or not a sitcom, <laughs> a soap opera. Um, yeah, that's uh, from NBC Daytime Soap Opera. She did 427 episodes. Good googly moogly. She was active from the years of 1984 on the show to 1990. Uh, in the year 1992, 2006, and 2010. Um, she had been on other television shows. Um, but just um, probably the most that um, people from kind of who's going to be listening to this are going to know her from. She was the real life inspiration and the voice of Harley Quinn in the Batman animated series. Um, yeah. She leaves behind two children and her um, husband of the last 28 years, Christopher Lloyd. 
Holy crap, as I'm recording this and as I'm complaining about the stage two burn ban, I think we just went back to stage one. It's raining outside. Wow. We lost Terry Funk, legendary pro wrestler. Um, man, this one, this one was a hard one. Um, you guys know that I haven't been the biggest pro wrestler over the last couple of years. I've been getting back into things and watching more lately here. But when I started watching pro wrestling, Terry Funk was like the ECW kind of like living legend. He was a hardcore guy. He was the hardcore, you know, he had won their championship at the first ECW pay-per-view and it really felt like he was there just to kind of bring them up um he was a part of the you know the Funk family so his father Dorian Funk Sr. was a professional wrestler his older brother Dorian Funk Jr. was also a former NWA NWA heavyweight champion uh Terry Funk had a wrestling career that spanned over 50 years um wrestling pretty much all over the world um yeah, I mean, I can go through the giant list of accomplishments, but um, he was an All Japan um, Tag Team Champion with his brother. He um, had been a Florida Heavyweight Champion, an NWA Florida Tag Team Champion with his brother, a Florida Television Champion, a Southern Heavyweight Champion, Florida Television Champion, the ECW World Heavyweight Champion two times, the ECW Television Champion once, uh, multiple, multiple Hall of Fame classes um, across his career, uh, WCW United States Championship, WCW Hardcore Championship, NWA United States Championship, uh, the JCP, so the Juggalo Championship Wrestling Champion, um, but yeah, he was probably, as far as I knew, you know, he's in that long line of NWA World Heavyweight Champions. The guy had a career that spanned over 50 years in the wrestling the wrestling industry. Um, looking back, I think the introduction I had to Terry Funk before I really started seeing him pop up in WCW because I wasn't really an ECW kid just because I didn't know how to watch it back then, but was in Beyond the Mat, and, you know, he was having, or he was training for the big retirement match, which he had numerous retirement matches. Um, in Japan, they showed off the Forever promo, um, but, you know, he was a mentor to one of my favorite pro wrestlers, Mick Foley, and they were good friends and tag team partners. They'd done death matches together, um, but yeah. Um, Man, it was just crazy. Um, but, yeah, 79 years old. He had actually lost his wife of um, back in 2019. He still has two children. Um, but, yeah, Terry Funk, to people that are, like, older than me, was an amazing world amazing wrestler I've gone back I've watched a lot of his stuff he was a great talent but uh, I heard somebody jokingly say that Terry Funk was probably your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler 
he was just he's that goes back that far and he's done so much and he's done so much to help different generations um yeah it's hard to see him go Also this week, um, this one was a little bit more shocking. We lost Wyndham Rotunda. Uh, Wyndham Rotunda is probably best known for his time in the WWE underneath the name Bray Wyatt. Um, he, it's weird because the guy was less than a year older than me. He, uh, 36. Apparently he had an existing heart condition that was, um, what's the word, aspirated? Um, earlier this year by contracting COVID, which caused him having a heart attack. Uh, he leaves behind four children and um, a, his um, future wife that he was engaged to. Um, his uh, younger brother, who had been uh, Bo Dallas. His father, Mike Rotunda, who a lot of uh, 90s wrestling fans would know as um, either... Um, You know, Mike Rotundo or Wall Street or even uh, IRS and the WWF back in the day. He was the grandson of Blackjack Mulligan, the nephew of Barry Windham, and Kendall Windham. So, uh, multi generational talent here, which explains a lot of the uh, things about him. Guy was a hell of a promo. And, uh,. You know, decent in-ring talent. I'd say he was one of the more athletic big guy pro wrestlers. It just, uh, it's wild. It's wild. I mean, and the crazy thing about it is, you know, uh, former tag team champions with his brother in uh, Florida Championship Wrestling. Um, former WWE champion, Universal champion, tag team champions, um, the guy had had a successful wrestling career, but the crazy thing about it is with so many more younger talents that were friendly or more understanding with um, social media to see all the people come out and all the great things said about him, just wild. And again, just to think that a uh, guy was even a year older than me and dies of a heart attack. Whew, that one hits. Um... Bray Wyatt was a very interesting mind in the wrestling industry, and um, he had created a character. Well, let me step back. He had debuted on the uh, show NXT underneath the name Husky Harris, had come up to the main roster for a little bit, went back down to developmental, developed the character of Bray Wyatt, came back to the main roster of the WWE as this, um, I guess, swamp preacher type character with his family and had these um, creepy promos he would do from a rocking chair with his stable mates behind him in, like, you know, goat mass. Um, creepy that he used to... Uh, when the lights would go off, he'd carry a lantern in. After that kind of gimmick had ran its course, he left for a little bit and came back as Bray Wyatt, but this time doing like this demented or demented kids show called uh, the Firehouse 
Firefly Funhouse. And he was talking about, like, uh, this character that was coming. And he uh, would wrestle as the Fiend, which was this scary... I mean, one of the top... I'm going to say top five mask in all of wrestling. Like, not, like, lucha style, but, like, horror style mask. And it was actually such a cool mask. It was probably, like, Bray Wyatt's The Fiend character was, like, the first wrestling action figure I probably bought in 20 years, which is so cool. But um, this this guy was very talented, very creative. Um, you know, no clue what his um, longevity in pro wrestling would have been. But I think... Um, even if the pro wrestling thing had stopped or it had changed, would have been very interesting to see um, what he could have done outside of wrestling with some of his creations. The the Fiend character, I mean, I could see this thing starting in horror, fr- horror franchises forever. That mask was just terrifying, the whole concept of, uh, yeah. But, like I said, you know... My heart and uh, sympathies go out to all three of these individuals, families, friends, and loved ones. So we got the trailer for Netflix's um, Rebel Moon, which is going to be directed by Zack Snyder. Uh, at one point, Zack time Zack Snyder had came out and talking about how he really wanted to direct a Star Wars film and that didn't seem like it was going to work and so it looks like he created his own Star Wars film this looks like a combination of uh, Rogue One um what else does this look like Dune and possibly a little John Carter just visually kind of looking at the vibes I'm getting um, this comes out in December, and I'm looking forward to it. But the thing that made me shit my pants out of pure frustration and confusion is um, shortly after that, it was announced that Netflix would be allowing him to also do a Snyder's Cut of the film. This is going to be a two-parter. First one coming out in December, second one coming out sometime in 2024. Let, let's think about this right now. They're doing the regular release in December, and then shortly after that, there will be the Snyder Cut release. Guys, this movie is going straight to fucking Netflix. It doesn't need to be worried about time, run, content. They seem to have given Zack Snyder full range. And then, I guess we're going to get a longer version of it called the Snyder Cut, which, let's go ahead and say this right now. Fuck that jazz, because why are we letting Zack Snyder call his what every other fucking director of even more importance and fame and let's just say it, fucking worth in their name just calls it a director's cut no not this pretentious fuck it's gonna be the Snyder Cut they did that with Justice League because they were like yeah he's lost his fucking mind so we'll release this but we're gonna call it the Snyder Cut because we don't want other people thinking that was you know actually along with but enough people like that shit so now he's fucking got this air bullshit don't fucking call it the Snyder Cut don't fucking release it as it is going to be in December make give it three parts 
That way he can extend out both fucking films and give you the story he fucking wants to make. Or, hey, Netflix, don't fucking release this shit. It's fucking stupid. If you know anybody or you work for Netflix or you have any contacts of anybody, just go ahead and play this for him right now. Tell him not to let him call it the Snyder Cut. See how he fucking loses his mind and throws a temper tantrum like a fucking child. My heart goes out to him and the fact that he lost his child when he was trying to film Justice League. But this is fucking stupid fucking stupid give him three parts or keep it two parts and don't let him do a fucking extended part of it if you're gonna do an extended part just give him three the fucking stupidity of this shit like i am sitting over here just fucking rage like my eyebrow is twitching and i think i shit myself again it's so fucking stupid why is he arrogant enough to think that he can call a director cut snyder cut it's not a fucking cool thing Dumbass. So let's see how many words out of the Japanese language I can fucking butcher. Okay, let's go. So, we got announcements t this week of the new Agent Venom coming from the Revotech Amazing Yamaguchi line. I think I did better at that than I thought I was going to, but I'm sure there's going to be some fucking nerds out there that come at me. So come at me, broskies. But this is fucking awesome. Agent Venom, who doesn't love Flash Thompson? Actually, a lot of people, because Flash Thompson was a fucking dickhead in, when he was first introduced into the Spider-Man comic books. Dude was a fucking twat. But Agent Venom is cool as shit. Fucking guns coming everywhere. Fucking tentacles. I mean, this is some sweet-ass fucking shit. I love it. You can love it. Everybody loves it. So, I was with a trainee the other day, and um, we stopped at a gas station. He was grabbing himself a, a can of Diet Coke. He's a relatively young man, so I was confused by this. But I have my... Uh, my Gatorade and my little protein bar there and I'm sitting there and he walks up and I'm like hey I'll get that Diet Coke as well and he's like oh man you don't have to do that and I'm like alright I won't be getting that Diet Coke and he kind of looks at me shockedly and he's like oh I'll let you get it then I'm like bro are you going to be your own man or are you going to let me be a gentleman and be nice and buy your shit for you you can't go back and forth you said no I say no Really, I was fucking with him because I know the game that everybody plays. I've played that game before. That's why I'm like, okay. He said no. And the lady behind the counter started laughing. I was smiling. And he's like, oh. I'm like, if I'm going to do something nice for you, don't be fucking like push back on it. But at the same time, it's fucking hilarious. I, I, wish, you, I wish I had taken a video of this so I could record and show it to people. But the next time you offer to buy something for somebody and they say no, just so, okay. And, like, just to catch their reaction. Dick moving by me? Yeah, maybe. Don't be fucking arrogant and say no if you really want me to pay for it. Mafex, Mafex, whatever you want to call it, showing off their Eradicator and their first Avengers Captain America. Eradicator looks good. Captain America, not so much. Captain America, enough people have made First Avengers action figures of Captain America that there really isn't a lot of excuse for how shitty these hands look in some of these pictures and how shitty the face looks. Like, not the helmeted Captain America look, but the Chris Evans look. It, it's really fucking shitty in the promotional pictures. Two 
like that movie came out how long ago? I don't know. It's a fucking fantastic film. But yeah, it's been out way too long for toy companies to still be putting out subpar looking faces of this one. You get me? You feel me? You guys agree, I know. Yeah. The next part of this one, I kind of wanted to see if I could do it like a uh, auctioneer, but I feel like I would like tongue-tie myself and just be stuck here like a bag of shit. So we're just going to slowly go through this one and talk about all the goodness we've seen. First up, we got the Amazon exclusive gold label Superman versus Atomic Skull 2-pack. Beautiful. Atomic, like, okay, it's a Superman. I, I'm sure this is just a reuse of any other Superman or one of the many Supermans they've made, but this Atomic Skull is fucking beautiful. The purples and, like, the translucentness, like, I, I don't know. I only know who the Atomic Skull is, but this two-pack, wonderful. Chef's Kiss. Somebody over at McFarland Toys kissed Todd McFarland on the taint. They nailed this action figure. This is beautiful. Great exclusive. Okay, we got the GameStop exclusive Batman and Raptor set. Okay, this one's cool too. Um, this The Raptor's already been released. This Batman is a re-release. They're putting them together. GameStop exclusive, blue and gray. Awesome. I still think the Raptor was poorly designed, and they should have done something to update the articulation for this Batman so that he can at least look up. Because, you know, the Batman's just... Like, he can't look past the fucking dash of this this fucking raptor. It does not actually work. He's going to kill multiple people. Batman doesn't kill, but this is just going to be negligent driving. Um, Jim Gordon as Batman? Yeah, that is a great multiverse action figure right there. Was it a cool story arc? Yeah, it was decent. Great? No, not awesome. But, I mean, James Gordon... You know, or Jim Gordon immediately was younger and able to fight crime in a KO Batman suit. I will agree, though, that I think the biggest drawback to this one is no cape. You never realize how cool the cape is and how it kind of brings the look again around until there's no cape on the Batman suit. And it's like, oh, maybe it's not that great of a design. Um, then we got official solicitation for the Dark Knights of Steel Batman. We talked about this one a week or two ago. This is a fucking awesome Batman action figure. Yes, please. Pre-ordered. Check. Dunzo. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, you guys just go take a look at the picture. Like, just love this one. McFarlane, ex McFarlane Store Exclusive Joker Interrogation Room. Getting the most out of that mold for that Joker from the uh, Dark Knight. But then we're getting the entire interrogation room playset. Coming with handcuffs, an array of hands, a backdrop, a table, a chair. One thing I'd like to see is like a uh, secondary head so you can kind of get the like, the reason you don't start off with the head is you don't want them fuzzy or whatever the fuck he says in that stupid fucking voice. I'm going to tell you guys right now, I know the world over is obsessed with the Heath Ledger Joker. I thought it was just okay. Could do without it. I'd rather Heath Ledger not have been that Joker and Heath Ledger still being here as opposed to getting so deep in that fucking role he couldn't sleep so he ODs on you know sleeping pills. I would have rather that entire trilogy just be fighting Ra's al Ghul. Liam Neeson was such a fucking great Ra's al Ghul. Could have done with more of that. Heath Ledger did great. 
but I'm not the Heath Ledger Joker fan like so many people are. Come at me, bro. I don't give a shit. And then we're getting the DC Direct Condiment King Build-A-Figure Wave. It's going to be a shell-sated animated series Batman, shell-sated Robin, Mr. Freeze, Scarecrow. You're going to pick up all those, and then you're going to be able to put together a Condiment King. Yes, that Condiment King. Two tanks on his back, mustard, ketchup, disquirting that, that thick goodness all over everybody. Also in this is going to be a bat cycle with uh, its own stand and it looks like a little burning rubber and it's going to have a replacement head for your animated series Batman which will be the Hamilton head. Looks great. Love it. Um, this week, possibly this month, just go ahead and throw the win out there to uh, McFarlane Toys. Love. <laughs> Guys, I think in this time and age, people shouldn't be able to get catfished. I think if you get catfished, it's because you want to be catfished. Like you want, you want it so bad, but you know smarter. But a woman was catfished by uh, somebody claiming to be the um, the shitty older brother of the girl from Stranger Things. Took her for a whole bunch of money. Um, even though it was well known that he's in a relationship with a fucking smoke show of a model, this uh, girl in a some bumfuck bumfuck backwoods date thought she was sending him money via gift cards. This um, actor that starred in a Power Ranger movie, been in a couple episodes or a couple of uh, seasons of Stranger Things, he needs a homegirl to send him gift cards. Yeah, see, like, even me saying this shit out loud, like, I can't even justifiably understand why this happened, so, yeah, like, I don't get that. But, um, you know, some people's lives are just so sad that they just have to think some shit like that's real. It's fucking sad. And, uh, I hope this lady gets some mental help and, like, you know, that she deserves and needs, because I just, like, I truly feel bad, like, just listening to this. Like, just me saying this, I feel bad for her, because this is clearly mental illness. Um, so, each week we seem to be getting new images coming out of the Monster Force series, and this week is a figure I've seen several images of um, from cons and things, but we're getting the official first reveal of Lieutenant Griffin, the Eraser. This is the uh, Invisible Man monster coming into the Monster Force Wave 2. Um, got a cool military like look to it. Sleeves are rolled up, but it's going to have translucent arms. Uh, it's got a classic style Invisible Man wrapped head, but that is going to have like um, goggles that are removable so you can see like clearness behind the eyes. A translucent replaceable head. An array of uh, translucent hands. It's got a like tactical vest, but then that will be removable. And it has like a shoulder strap with like a little Walter PPK in there. Um, I love that one just because of the Walter PPK. Like just you know traditional James Bond gun, knives, two different like um, rifles, array of hands. Like I mean, guys, go look this one up. Even the backstory here of how like a guy in the modern times has the 
uh, Invisible Man formula. It, it's beautiful. Gotta go look it up. Like, these are some of my favorite weekly, weekly reveals coming in. Is just them talking about, like, giving us the backstory on these characters. You know. So, yeah. Definitely go check it out. You know, some of these things you can't make up. A, um... A news host has apparently, in the last week, blamed hurricanes hitting California on the current president. Tropical storm Hillary, 42 million desperate souls in the path of the storm which made landfall in Mexico several hours ago. But they let it right into the country because it's Biden's America. It's impact far from over. This is the first tropical storm to hit California since 1939. Like, I don't even know. Like, how do you make that connection? Hurricane, one of the worst natural disasters that happens. And guys, I'll be honest with you. I'm in Texas and I was in high school when Katrina hit. Um, very familiar with the fucking devastation that a hurricane can happen. Um... Because being far inland, when Katrina was rolling through and losing steam, it was still a fucking shit show in my front yard, at my job. It, like, Katrina was no joke, even this far into Texas. But I don't know how this hurricane that came in and then came up th around Mexico is being blamed on the fucking current Senate president. I guess they thought that he should have nuked it or um, that it's an illegal that uh, would have been stopped by a fucking border wall. I don't fucking know how anybody can say this. I'm going to put a clip in here because, like, I'm hoping I, just seeing the clip and reading the article, I'm missing the fact this person was using this as satire, but there's no joke in it. Like, she says it with such earnestness in reality that I'm like, oh, bless your heart. And if you're not familiar or not from the South, bless your heart is one of the nicest way we can say you stupid fucking dumbass alright give me three slaps on the mat I'm looking up at the lights I'm out yep um guys thank you thank you for tuning in thank you for being part of the video family thank you for being waters um stay strong like I always say if you're going through hard times reach out find help there's someone there to talk to you. There's somebody there to help you. Shout out to the homies over at the main, Gil, the main Geek Out show. Gil, Christian, Matt. Shout out to Jade. Shout out to the homies in real life. Kristen, Justin. Christian, Justin. Colby and Justin. Christian, that's two from me, man. I love you, bro. Um, but yeah. Guys, thank you for being here. Until next time. What do you?